Hey friends, welcome back to the Gentle and Lowly podcast. I'm Addie, your host, and today we are going to be talking about asking for help. And I just want to say if you're new here, I know we're pretty early on into the podcast. So if you're new, welcome, welcome to the table. And usually I do a little recap of the week and try to highlight some of the ways that I've seen God be active and working in my life. Not just that, but the ways that he's leading me and really trying to focus in and listen to those gentle nudges of where God's like, hey, Addie, (laughs) pay attention over here. Like I did this thing intentionally for you to see me and for you to see my grace and my power in your life or his faithfulness, those kinds of things. And so I just wanted to unpack that a little bit of like, why do I do that? What's the purpose of that? And even though these are like updates about my life, my hope is that while you're listening to them, you will be encouraged and challenged to also hopefully practice it or integrate it into your own like weekly rhythm in your own practice just with the Lord and reflect on that. But if not, (laughs) if it takes you a while to get to that point, my prayer really is just you're like, oh, it's actually easier than we often think. Sometimes we just don't try or we're too busy or we think, oh, we don't have time. And all that set aside, even if, you know, it takes you a little while to find that space, find that time, I'll pray that God provides it because he will. But even if it does, my heart is that by sharing these stories, sharing a little bit about the week, is that you will be encouraged and challenged, but mostly encouraged that, oh wow, God is working, God is active, and he's alive. That's basically it. And they're like in the small moments, in the big moments, all the in-between. And so this week, instead of doing that, we're just going to dive right into this episode, but I just want to give a little backstory about that, a little bit more of an understanding of why we do that here. For me, I just pray that gentle and lowly, like this podcast, this whole ministry really, is a place where you're just able to pull up a chair you just feel like you're sitting right here at my kitchen table with me and you're just hanging out. And my dog Kodak is here. He might make some noises, so hopefully he doesn't, but it's really a place to cultivate real conversations and to pay attention to those gentle nudges where Jesus is drawing us in, leading us and encouraging us, but also just challenging us to carry his gentle love. That's it. That's totally it. And t-shirts, sweatshirts, bun stickers, all those things, all these products to help run a business, those are just like catalysts. Those are like tools to help equip you to start those conversations, really. And I personally, for me, I want to use my creativity to serve the Lord. And so I hope that this whole space is an encouragement I guess it really just comes down to that. It is an encouragement, basically, where you're like, oh, you can see someone doing that and using the gifts that God's used, like, given me, and who am I to start anything? And so if there's something, like, maybe I should do that. God's put that on my heart. Or my gifts are different, and they look different. But you can use them to serve the Lord, however they look like. Really passionate about that, too, obviously. But I pray that this episode... It's just one where it's just a good encouragement. It might be a little shorter, a little sweeter, but we're just able just to dive in and hopefully it's challenging in a way, but always is that you leave full of encouragement and you learn something new too, as I'm learning as well as a young adult. 
So basically asking for help. It's what does that even mean? <laughs> Let's unpack that. And maybe that can get like a bad association or connotation, I guess, where you think about this is just what's coming to my mind is like when you know, you're in school and you have to do a group project or you don't know how to do this thing and you have to ask for help. Or you're just like at work and you're like, man, I know how to do this, but like I'm totally spacing or I've never done this before and I have no idea how to do it. Usually if I find myself in that situation, I go to Google. I go to the Googler. I don't really say that, but I go to Google and I go on there and I see, okay, how can I do this thing that I don't know how to do? Very specific keywords. Usually it's about Adobe, something like that, because I'm constantly learning. However, if we take that shift from just like life situations and apply it to friendship, it can totally change the whole understanding or perspective. And what I mean by that is really, it is much, much harder to ask for help and also we tend to, I think as young adults, because we're all trying to figure things out, we're trying to follow the Lord, we're trying to figure out what our purpose is, what our passion is, what our calling, all of these things that like are good things. They're not bad things, but sometimes I think the Lord's, hey, just come and sit with me, come draw near. And in the midst of all those things, sometimes we can lose our identity or we can just get confused or we just take on too many things. I've been in way too many seasons like that where I've just been overwhelmed and I didn't even realize it until it was too late. And you're like, oh shoot, I don't know how I got here. And you're just like, how did this happen? And so really like asking for help is super hard, especially in friendships and relationships, but there is an immense benefit to doing it. And even when life is good, quote unquote good or it might not be like a challenging circumstance or trial right in front of you you might be like in a I don't want to say a good season but just a a season of blessing but I would say like God's favor and blessing can be upon us however there are trials or persecution things of this world that we cannot control I love and hate this example because I'm that person who doesn't get their oil changed when the light comes on and I know it's really bad. I'm like, oh, I can go another thousand miles and you might be freaking out and be like, oh my gosh, Addie, that's terrible. I know because I know (laughs) from experience, one of my first cars, your car needs oil to run. (laughs) It really does. And so like paying attention to those warning lights, those signals that go off where the Lord's, hey, I've given you this community reach out to them because no one knows what's going on. And in the midst of like searching for all those things that I mentioned, where it's passion, calling, purpose, even a future spouse, if that's God's will, all of those things, we can just get caught up where like everyone just thinks we're doing okay or we're doing great on the outside, but there might be an inner struggle or there might be an actual trial that is happening in our lives. But the one thing, like, just to encourage, it's we see that reference in scripture and James 1, when you face trials of many kinds, and James even gives us the encouragement to count it as joy. And the only reason we can count it as joy is because of Jesus, because he went to the cross joyful. I will take years to fully understand that, and I don't think I'll understand it until until I 
depart from here (laughs) in all honesty. Like, I don't think we can fully understand that. However, we can look to his example and see that he was fully man and fully God. And he endured great suffering with joy for you and me to pay for our sins. That is radical love. And hopefully that encourages you of not not doing anything wrong. Maybe if there's trials or seasons, like things will happen that are just hard in life. However, our faith is shaped and defined by how we respond and how we navigate those seasons of trial. You can, if you've been following Jesus for a while or if you're brand new, but if you have a little bit of a history with the Lord, you'll know and be like, oh yeah, the Lord helped me go from throughout college or even before college, move states, move 13 hours away. That's for me. It will be four years ago. Wow. This summer since I graduated, that's just crazy. But like the Lord provided that community where I knew no one and then he still provided another community after I moved away and graduated from college all those things and there are hard seasons to navigate like trials throughout those four years and there are even more the biggest thing though as as we try to navigate all these different things as young adults is like you can't do it alone that is the most crucial I think like wisdom or advice that people have invested in me that I'm like oh shoot they're actually right. <laughs> and so much where like, I've been able to see God's favor in my life and providing deep friendships and having those people you can turn to and say, Hey, like this actually, this is really hard right now. And I don't know why, or this is actually what's going on. Can you help me navigate this? Or can you encourage me? Any of those things. But I know that takes a lot of humility. We have to let our pride down. You have to reach out (laughs) and be honest, especially because, you know, as young people, young followers of Christ, we want to follow him well and serve him well. And it's easy to always appear joyful, if that makes sense. But really, it comes down to the question of what are we finding our joy in? What are we trying to place our happiness in and like those are two different things in my opinion like the joy of the lord is a joy that is enduring and never ending whatsoever happiness is just like temporary i don't want to get technical but hits of dopamine (laughs) or different things but it's it's temporary and it is contingent upon different things like when i get a a new toy for Kodak, my dog. He's so excited. He's, oh my gosh, this is awesome. This is the best thing in the world. And then maybe two days later, can I have another one? Like it doesn't last, just fades out. And I think that comes down to the root of it. It's like this world will not last and it isn't on our home. And we say that a lot, but realistically, it's like, where are you placing your hope and your joy? And I know it is I know it can be really challenging to have those people, to try and find those people where you can really be real or authentic. And I get that. It is immensely hard, especially in the different seasons and just how much you can grow in your 20s. There's just so much growth and so many things that the Lord can take us in so many different avenues in life. There's just so many things. So it can be hard to find those like really solid friendships. But people are there he's provided them you just got to look up and be that friend if you haven't had i don't know 
more authentic conversations within your friend group or your close friends, then be the first. Like someone's got to start. And I'm not saying that's easy. It is incredibly awkward. It is hard. And I personally am often like way too stubborn. And I just think, oh, I can muscle through it. No one needs to know. It's totally fine. But like it is, it's incredibly painful and challenging to keep it inside. And yes, you can talk to the Lord about it and he will carry our burdens. However, there's something so special about carrying burdens relationally with the body of Christ that that is just it represents Jesus it really does and it just reminds us of him but there's something that will help each one of us you and I to continue walking with Jesus to not be discouraged to not give up hope, all of those things. And for me, this isn't easy to even share on a podcast where a few friends are joining us and listening. However, but this past winter, it was right around Christmas time or before Christmas time. And with all the different things going on, so I didn't really realize it. And I think the shock didn't settle in until a few months afterwards, until I saw some of my close friends at a baby shower where we went to North Carolina. And those are the friends who like actually understood what what was happening or (laughs) inside or how it was hard. And it was around that time, around Christmas time, then one of my college friends, he was my age, 25. And there was an accident, not like a car accident, just in his house. And he slipped in the shower and he fell and he passed away. He died and he was a good friend and him and his girlfriend, like they were involved in our college ministry and it was really hard to see that news and to try to just understand all of that. And so just processing that, like it didn't seem real and I was like, no one here would really understand without my college friend here it it just didn't seem real too because social media there's just a disconnect sometimes so it didn't seem real and I probably should have told my friends here sooner in retrospect but being able to go to North Carolina and just connect with that group of people like we got who we got to do life with in that season who knew both of our friends like they're just part of that community and to be able to talk about it and to process it. And the same thing that I said is like, it just doesn't seem real. And my friend Paige was like, yeah, I know, Addie. It just, it doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem like he's gone. Um, Cause him and his girlfriend, they were totally gonna get married and all the things that like they were, you just tell they were in love. <laughs> like that the Lord was going to lead them in that. And it's heartbreaking and I don't, say any of that lightly or to discourage you but it's really to hopefully help encourage you that you can let people in and eventually you can share it with a wider group of people and not everything has to be shared but I would encourage you like those people who are in the body of Christ who God has surrounded you like he's called you to to a church body to lean on them 
that's what fellowship is. It's breaking bread together and it's going through life together and just having at least two or three, five people, core people where like they know you and they understand what God is doing in your life, who he's called you to be and will challenge you. Like you give them the permission to guide and correct you, but also to challenge and to encourage and just to be a friend, all of those things. And yeah, I don't share that lightly. It was incredibly challenging to share with my friends here after sharing with my college friends. And yeah, it's still hard, but the hope that we have in Jesus, he did rise from the grave. Like he's alive and he did conquer death. Death is no more. That is the hope that we have. Like I mentioned a little bit earlier, like this world is literally not our own. And it isn't. If you think about it, there's so much sin in the world and it's devastatingly, it's just heartbreaking. And there are times where I'm like, Lord, okay, let's go. Like I'm ready. But at the same time, I know that there's so much more that needs to be done, that he's called us to do, he's called you and I to do. He's called us to be faithful and following him, just to follow him, one, but then to love others well, which both of those are incredibly hard at times. But he guides us and leads us, he leads the way to do that. But I love that verse, I think it's in Ecclesiastes, maybe I'm wrong, but... I love it where in scripture, it's like he has planted eternity in our hearts and man, that is so true. You just think about the entire creation story and everything where it's undeniable. We were made and created to walk with God, to know God. Wow. And he did everything in his power to come and save us and pay a death, pay the penalty that we didn't deserve Like, I know I'm just repeating, maybe being like a broken record. However, it is so true. And that's my prayer for you is that the gospel is what you will hold on to. That Christ is what you will cling to. All of those things just lead me to to share one area of how you can practice asking for help. So if you're looking to practice asking for help more and just you're realizing like, man, you're right. I can't do it alone. I don't know why I've been trying to. I've been doing everything on my own strength. I know I need Jesus, but like, how do I even start? My hope, like my encouragement would be just to run to Jesus, go spend time with him, go sit at his feet and ask him like, hey, what area in my life needs to be surrendered to you. And you probably already know if you made it this far throughout the episode, just being honest, because even with this episode, like the Lord is like, Addie, yeah, here you go. Here's some things you already know. And this is why I'm doing that episode (laughs) to encourage you. But it's also what the Lord's convicted me of. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. (laughs) And so it's just, okay, like asking the Lord, and just like asking for help. So for me personally, one way that I think the Lord has revealed to me is Addie, he was just highlighting just different areas in my life where I'm like really distracted. 
and I don't know what it is. I look at the screen all day long and with graphic design and just creating things, but then I get home. It's still a screen. And the Lord's just, Addie, you're so easily distracted. <laughs> Why I share that is to one, encourage you. It can be very small too, but also I don't want to be distracted. I want to be attentive to the heart of God and what he's doing. And so one, sharing with you, but also like recently shared that in my small group and just sharing with them to help hold me accountable. Hey, I think I'm supposed to fast from social media for a little bit, or I really want to be intentional this weekend during my Sabbath of, okay, no phone or on my way home, I'm going to drive in silence which like I have a long drive currently (laughs) to and from work and things. And so it's okay. That could be a really good thing to surrender for God to use however he wants just to be available. And really when I think about it, it breaks down into just growing in patience. Like that's a fruit. I think he's probably calling me to grow in more from this. And so that's just one simple way. I realized it, but I didn't really realize, oh, I need to think about that. You know, pause and like, what is that doing to my heart? Not that, okay, maybe these distractions, like they're not healthy for some of my relationships, but really what will that do to my heart if I continue just going down that road and in that posture? And the Lord was like, yeah, Adi, you need to come and sit with me a little bit more and learn how to be content again. I said, okay. So it's not easy. I love the connections that social media makes and there's just fun inspiration that I do get. However, Jesus is greater than the things that will comfort me within social media, whether it's connecting with friends or inspiration with creativity or different podcasts I even listen to or different creators and things. He's worth setting that aside so I can hear him clearly and be attentive to the nudges and the ways that he's calling me to carry his love throughout the world. It's really simple, but at the same time, I know it is incredibly difficult and challenging to be that friend, to send that text and say, hey, I'm really not okay. Can you just come over and send it to one of your friends? Or be like, hey, can I call you real quick? I just really need someone to talk to. You can be as simple as that and just see where the Lord takes you. And I promise you, as hard as it will be maybe to start that conversation, your friendship, relationships will be challenged, will be sharper and stronger, deeper, all those things. But more importantly, like your relationship with the Lord will grow and be deeper. And that's why I'm here. Like, and I pray that that's why you're here too. It's kind of a simple idea, but a hard one to put into practice. However, that is exactly, as followers of Jesus, like the Lord doesn't call us to things that are easy. He calls us to be different from the world. So my encouragement, take that first step, be that bold friend, draw near to Jesus. And I pray as you do that, as you go throughout each day, that God will guide you, and that people will see Jesus in you. Yes. That's my prayer for you and for myself this week. I am so thankful for you, friend. Thank you for taking the time for just pulling up a chair and just having a real conversation. 
and hopefully learning a new way you can carry the gentle love of Jesus today. Thanks, friends. See you next week.